You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Facing. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Once again, Barbell Voodoo Podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works, locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They want to make it easy for you to reach your nutritional goals and to stay on track. They offer heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items. Their meals feature a locally 100% grass-fed beef, all-natural hormone, and free-range chicken and pork. Pick up locations all over Middle Tennessee, as well as some delivery options in Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. As far as upcoming events, we want to remind you about the Battle of the Barbells coming up August 18th at CrossFit Trivium in Brentwood, Tennessee. This is going to be a masters and a teen competition. So, you old people like me, come on out. We're going to have a good time. And also, the young teenagers, come on out and show us what you got. We'd love to have you. Also want to remind you about the Barbell Voodoo private label. This is your chance to get amazing shirts and other items for your box or your gym or even your personal stuff going on. The same high quality stuff from Barbell Voodoo you can get yourself. Go to barbell-voodoo.com for more information. Hey, for those of you that like this podcast, hey, please give us a five-star review. Also, give us a few comments. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to know that you're out there listening and enjoying what we have to offer. Um, So please do that. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. That way you just automatically get this dropped into your podcast listening device right when they come out. And why would you not want to do that? On today's podcast, we sit down with Danny D herself from Danny D Fitness. Now, she has a fitness revolution going on, and she does personal training, group fitness classes, as well as these huge, amazing fitness events. She is literally starting a fitness revolution in Middle Tennessee, and we hope that you will be a part of it. We uh, hope you enjoy hearing her story today and all that she has been through to be where she is today. And so, today, I hope you enjoy the podcast with Danny D Fitness. And uh, as always, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. Come over and send me some love, fitby40.blog on the Insta. Um, We would love to stay in contact with you and also uh, check in on dannydfitness.com. Bye. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast sitting down this week with uh, Danny D Fitness herself. And uh, excited to be in uh, the Fit by Forty blog international headquarters um, back here at, at my house. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so you you are revolutionizing fitness in Nashville. That that's what I've heard, and, <laughs> and I've heard that you're a great person. And so we're really excited that you're here and to kind of hear your story because I think it's a pretty neat one. And I think it's a story that uh, people are going to connect with in very deep and personal ways. Um, And I can't wait for you to tell it. Well, thank you. That means so much. You're so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Um, Coming from you, that means a lot. So you guys are awesome. Um, Yeah. So So, so what what do your story seems to begin on the, on the things that I've read mm-hmm. with uh, some some struggle um, with who you are as a person, both like in, internally and externally. 
and, and you've somehow battled through that to become the Wonder Woman you are today. <laughs> and, and so what what was life like as, as a kid for you growing up? Yeah, so basically um, I started dance at the age of three. Um, I was in a private school. Only certain people know that very, uh, it was basically like homeschooling. Uh, and uh, I was the only person in my grade. Now, where'd you grow up? Uh, Murfreesboro. In Murfreesboro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So private Christian school where, you know, you did sign language, uh, learn cursive in kindergarten, like uh-huh. piano lessons, like all that stuff. Sign right? Sign language? Yeah. And, you uh, still know sign language? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> hmm. Could you I, sign that? What? Just a little bit. Uh, I could, I, I could do like the alphabet. <laughs> I, I really didn't keep up with it. That's hilarious. Um, just like the piano, let that fall off too. So, you know, all well, the, I wish I learned how to do piano. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, up, it was there up until I was, um, uh, about 13 years old, I guess it was. Uh, when I went to, I went to public school, I switched over in seventh grade. Okay. That was a huge transition. Um, now I was dancing from the age of three, you know, and on and like um, what kind of dancing are you talking about ballet? Are we yeah. Talking? So I did ballet, tap and jazz. Okay. Um, and then I auditioned for competition, uh, mm-hmm. when I was 10 and at that age, um, I was actually the oldest for like the youngest team. So I did like extra personal like sessions. Like I did everything mm-hmm. I could to be ready for that audition, um, auditioned, made it. And then from there I moved up in the team and was like the youngest on the um, most advanced team before anybody had ever done that, like that age before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was 14 and on that team and, uh, which was awesome. And that, so I, I, you know, when people never, they were always like, Oh, like that's cute. Like audition, you know, whatever for experience and mm-hmm. never really, you know, um, yeah. like knew my drive, you know? Um, so Basically, around that age, when I went to like public school and things like that, um, I actually had um, like a stomach condition like when I was younger, and so I would get sick like every morning. Mm-hmm. And um, with that being said, what happened was I ended up getting put on like steroids, and I mean, I just didn't have healthy eating habits anyway. Um, I still was very active. I mean, I was doing like six hours of dance a day and taking oh, wow. every class that I could. I mean, I yeah. did from. From when you do competition, I mean, you're six days a week at the studio, mm-hmm. um, you know, all day Saturdays. And then I, I took it upon myself to do everything from a contemporary, lyrical, hip-hop, jazz, pre-point, point. I mean, tumbling. I took gymnastics yeah. lessons, everything. And you were in deep. And, yeah. And so, yes. you know, I loved it. It was like my escape, right? Yeah. And um, so for me, that was my thing. And um, when I when I had to take the steroids and things like, things like that, I ended up gaining a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And at a very pivotal time in my life, you know, I'm in public school, my mom's traveling a lot, you know, my dad's at work, nine to five or more. And, you know, and yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? You now, know, is this still at age 10 or is the, this, this was older? at age like 13, 14 okay. right there. And, um, 10 was when I started competition. So, um, so yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so we're there and, um, I'm, I'm trying to think I was, yeah, about 14 or whatever. And I don't know, just started putting on weight and I didn't really ever notice it, I guess. Like I just kind of just did what I did, you know, and kept dancing. And, and my biggest thing was like, I want to be the best turner. I want to be the best jumps, the best leaps and do things where, you know, it was accomplishment, like goal driven mm-hmm. versus looking the part, if that makes sense. Um, and I was always, before I gained weight, I mean, I was lean and I was taller than everyone else. I had, you know, bigger bones and whatnot, but I mean, I never was considered overweight or anything like that. So gain the weight and stuff like that. And, you know, I was happy with myself and I was fine. And, uh, then it started happening where people started pointing out things about Mm me. Um, 
you know, and then being in front of a mirror, you know, six hours a day, you start realizing, you start seeing, mm-hmm. but I was like, this is my safe space. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't deal with that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but then it was one of those things where it was like, you know, I was having a hard time like making friends and whatever. And so I was just like, well, maybe there is something wrong with me, mm. you know? And I was hearing external uh, voices from other people around me and even close people, uh, saying things, you know, and very hurtful things, uh, when I was dancing and like people being embarrassed of me and that I shouldn't be a dancer and that why would I even try, you know? And like, what's the point? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, right, right. When you are coming into who you are as a girl, Mm -hmm. 13 years old, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're growing. You're, you're almost to the point where you're you're done growing mm-hmm. as a human, and and yet you're 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 getting bigger. Yep. And you were fine with it. You yeah. felt great about it. Yeah. You didn't have an issue, but then yeah. you started hearing the voices around you. Yes. And, and so how did how did that feel? What 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 was the dialogue that went <laughs> on in your head as you were hearing people say things that were negative? Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it just, like, kept happening, Mm -hmm. and I just would, like, take it, you know, back then, I really, like, I just wanted to make people happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I really did. I was always trying to bring people together, like I am now, you know, trying to make people together and stuff, but but for their happiness, never putting myself Uh first, right? Uh And I was like, well, you know, if it would make everyone else happy if I was thinner, or if it would make everyone else's life, you know, miraculously better... If I was this person they think I'm supposed to be, then like maybe that's what I need to be. Mm. And you know, so I, I had a lot of. Uh, so, were you, do you think like, you were more focused on other people so that you didn't have to focus on yourself? Did you ever have that kind of? You know, I've had clients with that that actually happening, yeah. and it really wasn't like I didn't. It wasn't that I was hiding from myself, right? Sure. Like for me, I posted a. Uh, like a little like uh, Instagram video the other day. I was looking back at my scrapbooks uh-huh. and I was like, I was in a crop top and like pants and I was like, been wearing crop tops since day one. <laughs> like you can't, you know, you can't have like, this is like a new thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was happy with myself and sure. like it was seriously other people and constantly telling me like, oh, the weight will come off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like being sympathetic towards me, like I was, yeah. it's like something was really wrong with me. And I never was to the point where I was unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like the doctor, I mean, my cholesterol was never at that point, blood sure. pressure, none of that. Yeah. I mean, I was like dancing. No, yeah. And I mean, I would drink, like, I would drink, you know, at home a liter of soda a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have. That was back when it was healthy, though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> that growing up, that was, that was the health drink. Yeah. yeah. And so I, um, I mean, that and like, you know, Lunchables, ramen noodles, two mm-hmm. packs. Chicken flavored, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, all all bad stuff. I never really learned. I mean, that wasn't a thing in the house that we talked about. Mm-hmm. That you know that oh, you actually need water. I just drank a gallon of water at dance. Like I would drink a coke before I go in. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, drink my gallon of water and like go to bed. Like yeah. I I just was constantly surrounded by like bad choices and not really knowing like what food was what. So at that point, you know, I'm around fourteen or whatever, and um, I start you know, going through like diets and things. And, um, you know, I, it it goes from like Weight Watchers to Slim Fast to, you know, Mm -hmm. getting like injections, like from like doctors and people like, you know, and and all these different crazy things. Right. At this point, have you had, uh, adults and, and or medical professionals who have given you the talk 
about food and nutrition and no, how no. if you did this, you would be skinnier? No. Yeah. Well, no. It was more like, um, I mean, everyone thinks they have their like right. one thing fits, fits all. So I'm listening to everything everyone's saying. Uh-huh. You know, I remember sitting at eighth grade with my Slim Fast on the lunch table. Uh-huh. And then like also a chocolate chip, double chocolate muffin. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Those two things went together with a diet coke. I mean, yeah. yeah. And so, but like for me, it just didn't make sense because I didn't want it. Like I didn't. I wasn't passionate about that. Huh. Like that wasn't. I was just. I mean, being told like have this, eat this, yeah. whatever. And so I you did what I was, and you were going to do it. And that well, that I didn't really have a choice. Yeah. And now, who was telling you that? You know, people close to me, and like. Like friends, but, are we saying like adults, like adults, yeah, and um, like parents, and uh, and so <laughs> it's just one of those things where. <laughs> See here, here's here's where I'm pulling from, and um, it's like my whole life I've been big, like mm-hmm. my whole life. I always played sports. Going yeah. um, my freshman year in high school is the last last year I played sports, but like I played sports year round, mm-hmm. every sport that was available. And I remember uh, playing in middle school for our middle school soccer team. And I remember one of the dads who was giving me a lift mm-hmm. um, because my mom was a school teacher. My dad was an accountant. He was, he was working. It was probably around tax time. And so, yeah. like, I got I got chauffeured by another kid. And the entire trip to the soccer field, to the game yeah. that was after school, he talked to me about my baby fat and how it yep. could be used for fuel to make me more athletic <laughs> If I did all these things and yeah. and, and did this, um, and I remember things like that, e- even today, yeah, like still people who don't know me, mm-hmm. and, and this is what frustrates me because they don't know me. They have yeah. not spent an ounce of time to just ask a couple of questions, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's that there's that dad, and there's you know countless people in my life who have had their plan, yeah, and their idea like. You'd be really, you're, you're athletic. You know, if you could just yeah. do that and, and, uh, you could be a contender. I remember walking on the soccer field to play keeper for a select travel team uh-huh. in my freshman years. Last time I got called to come play for this team, yeah. like didn't even try out. And I remember walking on the field and the other coach who was coming off this field goes, Oh, is your plan to take up the entire goal? And I, I still wow. remember that comment. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and people, you know, it just, but I loved, I loved my life. Like I yeah. had a great life. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like I had, I had friends and, you know, and I basically got, was able to do what I wanted, you yeah. know, and, and that was pretty cool for me. For sure. Um, and so at what point were you starting to, did you ever start believing what you were hearing. Did, did oh, you? yeah, for or sure. It, or was it always just like. No, it was, um, there was a very, um impressionable time that I had where it was like, um, really and truly when I was like trying to come into my own, actually getting some friends, like being invited to parties and mm-hmm. things like that. Cause I kind of figured out like how to, how to understand high school. Uh, and I knew like yeah. the one person I needed to be friends with to like kind of open those doors. Uh-huh. Right. I learned you and just had to date somebody it, and you got invited to all the parties. There you go. Well, um, and I, <laughs> you know, my mom, uh, you know, she would let me have parties, I mean, mm. at the house. So, like, finally, so it was, like, I think it was around 15 or 16, right when I started get, driving. 
And that's when like I had all the parties at my house. I mean, we, I mean, we turned up like it was, it was, it was awesome, but it was more the event planning that I loved. So a lot of times people would be drinking, like I wouldn't even be drinking and Uh like, and I, cause I just loved that atmosphere and I wanted to bring all different types of people together. Yeah. And so, you know, you got your drinkers, your smokers, you got, you got all these different people that came, but I was like, do what you do. Cause like, I'm not here to judge you. Sure. Like enjoy your life, you yeah. know? And so I wanted people to have that safe space that I was trying to allow for like, that I wanted to have for myself. Sure. So I felt like mm-hmm. if I was in control of that, you know, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. where there and dance was like my ideal times, you know, and my dance family, they were fantastic. Some of those people that I've danced with are still my best friends. I mean, and I love them and consider them family. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was talking to one on the way over here actually. And so, you know, and we're all at different places and levels and ages in our lives. And we're still there for each other because we spent so much time and they loved me no matter what they Mm -hmm. never, you know, I don't know. It it was just, they always looked up to me or they always were there for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and everyone always, you know, it's so funny because going back to the comments and stuff, you know, everyone's always like, Oh, you're a pretty girl really pretty girl or like you have a pretty face mm-hmm. or just comments oh, where like they didn't know what to say, yeah. you know, but yeah. like, well, and, it, and let me, pretty. let me also point, but like I was, yeah, like, I was not <laughs> obese at any point. Yeah. I mean, I, I was uh, overweight for, I guess, you know, standards and doctors yeah. levels and whatever and stuff. And, you know, and I get that, but I was never like obese to where again, like we said, unhealthy, visceral fat was going to like yeah. kill me. Nothing Stuck like that. Couch, so it was just know, like my, it was yeah. just because what I was doing, if I was just a normal kid, not mm-hmm. dancing, no one would have said anything to me, yeah. you know? And so that so I had you to make, were against the stereotype for what you were doing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so for me, I was like, you know what? That makes me stand out. Then what it's going to make me stand out. Then I'm going to be, I'm going to make them know why I'm standing out. Mm. So then when my jumps were the highest, when I would get the strongest awards, when mm. I would get these things, like never the pretty awards, never yeah. the lyrical or the lengthening or whatever. It was always the powerhouse, uh-huh. the badass, the strong, you know, woman, like that's what I would get. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take it. Right. I'm going to do that and just enjoy that and whatever. And so, you know, I continued to dance and stuff like that. And, and at one point, you know, had like a personal trainer and kind of got back to healthier, but the nutrition was never talked with me about mm-hmm. besides like lean cuisines. Yeah. And like, again, diets. Put and that diets in the microwave. That's healthy for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, you Mine know. Was, uh, when Because my, my parents just worked a lot. And uh, like my mom worked two jobs. So I'd go to private school. Yeah. And, um, and so like I was on my own for dinner most of the time. Yeah. And, and I would I knew how to cook mm-hmm. one thing really well. What? The Kraft macaroni Mac and cheese. cheese. That's what I was about to say. Every That's night. Exactly big old right. bowl and I would yep. eat the whole box. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That was the same with my ramen noodles. I mean, Probably it, had a Diet Coke though. It's like religious, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, you just know, like you have your things and it's like pizza and Coke and then like ramen noodles and Mountain uh-huh. Dew. I mean, you know, and again, like that was just how it was. And, you know, I, again, wasn't to the point where I felt so miserable with myself that I would actually go look up nutrition. You mm. see what I mean? Like, cause yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was, yeah. you I was, I was You could do what fine. you wanted to do. Like I, I literally, yeah. and you know, and, and so when people kept making these comments and like doing these hurtful things, whether it was for the right reasons or whether it was for the wrong reasons or, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it was said, it was done and it mm-hmm. just, it, you start to finally believe it. Yeah. And it's like you feel not worthy to even, you know, to even be who you are. You know, you have to question it. And so I really got to the point where I just made sure everyone else was happy. 
You know, I just played the part. I made sure everyone else had their parties to go to. That they had, you know, and everyone, I mean, they always loved to have me around, it seemed like, because I would bring them together. And I was, like, goofy and, and whatever. I kind of mm-hmm. did the whole, like, dumb blonde thing and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, if that's who I have to be, like, it's just like it's like pulling, like, Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's who I have to be for the better good of the people. Because <laughs> you can't take, like me being myself, you know, then I'll, I'll play that part. And so I did that for a while. And then when I graduated high school, um, I actually got into a dance college, um, in LA, there's an LA or New York, um, um, the American music and dramatic Academy. And so like I got accepted and I I sent a video audition in and I guess no one actually thought that I would get in. And I did. And then my parents were like, no, like you're 17. Like that's not a thing. Wow. You're not going. So for me, because I danced all my life, I didn't have yeah. a job. I mean, that was my job. Yeah. I, you know, so I didn't have any money. So it's not like I'm going to be like, see ya. Right. You know. So I ended up. Um, so I said, okay, well then, you know, you choose what college I'm going to then, and you can pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, took care of that, and they were like, look, you know, I think UT is a good school, UT Knoxville. So I ended up getting accepted there, and. Um, you know, I auditioned for the dance team, did not make it. I got to the final cut and didn't make it. And, uh, and that is very political in itself. They recruit sure. girls from the age of 13, fit a certain type and whatever. So mm-hmm. I got it. It was fine. I was like, I'm never, I'm never going to dance again. So after that, you know, I'm in my dorm room and so I, I rushed a sorority and, um, I end up just like having a miserable time. I mean, I was just drinking and eating and drinking and eating. I mean, putting on more and more weight and it got to the point where it's like, and I was just, I never stepped foot in the T-Rex. That's the gym there. Never stepped foot in it my freshman year. T-Rex? Mm-hmm. So everybody a little bitty arms? Yeah. Like. It's like the Tennessee <laughs> Recreational. Yeah. 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 Like the, yeah. And so, so, up, so finishing out your high school, mm-hmm. moving into college, yeah. um, where you're being, Batman, you're living a, a couple of different lives <laughs> yeah. here. The the one you are and the one that people needed you to be. Yeah. And and then you go off to school and realize that who you want to be is not necessarily an option. Mm-hmm. And so you're still maybe trying to be who other people need you to be. Yeah. Did did you get lost of who you are in there? You know, yes. Like, I got to a really, like, really bad place. Um, And that actually comes my junior year. But my sophomore year, I finally, like, after coming home freshman summer and that just being, like, awful and just, like, hearing the comments about my body. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and people come back from college and, you know, when you see people, people are always like, Oh, like you look great, or like that, you know. Yeah. But it was not that. People were like, Freshman "Wow, 15. like, yeah." They're like, they're "Like, wow, like you really put on weight. Like you're not dancing, wow. you're not doing they were anything." Just like, that, yeah, just blunt with and, you. And you know, and I mean, I and I think died. that adults have always felt safe talking to me. I've always had friends that are older. I've okay. always, um, I, I just, I mean, I've had friends that are younger too. It's it's always been that thing where like no one my age really gets me, but older and younger do. I don't know why. Mm. Um, that's just what it seems like. And even when I'm thinking about my best friends right now in my head, like that's how it is. And, um, you know, and, um, and so anyway, so with that being said, it's kind of like, I just feel like, I don't know when I was in this world of trying to 
know who I am and like what I'm doing. And I keep hearing these comments, you know, and I'm like, nothing's working. Like um, I've tried not eating. I've tried, oh, you know, I'm mean, overeating or eating for your calories or this, my fitness pal thing. or like, what mm-hmm. is this? You know, I mean, so I went through all these different times. I mean, and, and, you know, and my mom had paid for like diets and all these things. And, you Did know, you ever pick up any, any bad habits along the way? Like in terms of, you know, anorexic behaviors or bulimia or anything. No, I like food way too much. That's good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, that's, that was never the issue. And I mean, yeah. like for me, it was really just like, I just wanted to be left alone, I guess. Like I just wanted to just like for one day, I don't know, just be okay with who I was like I used to be. Mm. And and, you know, and a lot of people always said to me, they're like, you, we just seem so confident. You seem, you know, you got your stuff together and whatever. And, and I had the luxury because like I would throw the parties and have the money and, and things yeah. like that, you know, and, and so people all, well, they, they all, they all, I mean, they saw what they wanted to see and kind of put me in that box. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and so I really felt like for me, no one took me seriously with dance nobody took me seriously with like any of that because I didn't look the part and it never mattered how many awards I got, Mm. what I won. I got accepted at that college. I mean, it didn't matter. Um, because again, it was like my body that was being judged. So what did that do to you internally? Um, it was one of those things where like, I just was so, you know, so distraught where like, I just felt like, again, like you lose your self worth, you know, you lose like who you you, what makes you you mm-hmm. and I just I was just like battling with it every day it's like I'm just gonna be me I'm just gonna like whatever and then someone say a comment and I'm like oh my god like just leave me alone you know and this is before mm-hmm. social media was a big thing yeah, yeah. I mean I, I'm not I'm not that old but I'm saying like you know <laughs> like I was 24 but it wasn't like, that long ago it really okay? wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. but seriously like <laughs> Facebook I mean yeah so like Instagram was kind of coming you know for college and stuff but um Facebook was just you know I mean there wasn't even anything bad on there like I didn't care I wrote what I wanted to write I said yeah. what I wanted to say and was silly and whatever and kind of lighthearted. but it was very like I just always felt I don't know alone I guess because mm-hmm. um, it felt like because my I had a one uh, or I still have a best friend and she is so confident with like everything that she wears and like everything that she does. Is it and, like a true confidence? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, just like killing it all mm-hmm. the time, you know, and she didn't matter if she put on weight. She didn't, it, it was seamless to her. She just lived her life and I, huh. you know, her cheese quesadillas and whatever. And because <laughs> I mean, cause she like, yeah. I mean, and she had guys telling her that she was beautiful and she had her mom, like all these people telling her that she was great and all this stuff. And, and that's awesome. And compliments and whatever. But like, I never, needed that but it would have been nice at some point to have that yeah sure versus just like oh no you're fine like you're good how you are it's like so so do you think your your confidence or your outer personality gave people an excuse to not tell you real things that most people get told yeah I i think so or i think that it actually like maybe it made people mad that i was confident or that i was okay with myself they're like you shouldn't be okay with yourself you don't look like her. Yeah. You don't do what she does. Like you don't, and always comparing me to other people. And even with dance, I mean, I'm competitive. I'll, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm competitive. Yeah. But at dance, like when we were in there, I was like, I'm gonna be my best, and then I'll be rewarded for being my best. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't know. I just felt like this. 
I don't know, the, the, with the competition about how other people looked in there, I didn't want to look like any of them. Yeah. I mean, was it nice that someone's leg was by their head, you know, doing leg extension and whatever? And like, I was like, well, then I'm going to get my leg beside my head yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to jump, do that jump or I'm going to take the extra time and do private lessons and learn a toe roll up that mm-hmm. no one else can do and differentiate myself through that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's why I, I, I never was really looking at like how they looked more so the goals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> and, and so what, I mean, do you remember what that felt like emotionally when you were, had the opportunity to live into your dream and go to California mm-hmm. and you were, you were told no. Yeah. It kind of, um, was like when I was auditioning for it, I was like, this isn't real anyway. So why not give it all I have? Was that a defense mechanism or was that really what you're thinking? That was like a defense. Like okay. that. Yeah. And so for me though, like now when I look at things, like it really is a real thing about failure. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's afraid of failure. But for me, like being told no by somebody doesn't mean like, doesn't mean no in my, in my mind. It means there's another person, there's an, another opportunity. If you can't do it and you don't want to be a part of this journey with me, then somebody else will. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it really strengthened me though, because like, and that's that, what you were like then though. No, no, no. That's how okay. I am now. Yeah, so yeah. like then I just kind of was like, that makes sense. Like I wouldn't get to go, even though I showed that I was the best for that. Or like if in dance, someone else got a better part than me, but yet I could do that turn series. Like, why didn't I get that part? Mm-hmm. You know, so there was always that in my back of my mind, but I, I tried not to let it make me a negative person because really everyone always saw me such a positive person. I remember the one day I went to high school, the one day I went to um, a class you and my best friend, right? Yeah, I know that sounded so bad. Sorry. I did go to school guys. I did go to school. Um, anyway, but so I, I said to, you know, I, my friends saw me and they're like, Daniel, like what's wrong? And I was like crying. I had gotten in a wreck. Like, 30 minutes before that, still went to school or whatever. Oh, I'm not, I'm not the best driver. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so <laughs> I got in a wreck, but in, they were like, Dang, like, it's going to be okay. But it was, it wasn't the fact that I got in the wreck. It was because I made a mistake. I uh, took that on as like, so I am very hard on myself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I mean, no one, my parents were like, you're fine. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, is everything's okay? Whatever. But I was very hard on myself because yeah. I knew that I was meant for better. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I, I now, you know, I knew that. So anyway, so when they were... So is that a, a drive you've always always had? Yeah. Uh, like, you weren't told that somehow? Well, no. Like, that was that was just kind of an innate thing that, that, like, I guess with my dad, like, that he expected, like, us to be better huh. and to yeah. be the best. And my dad and me have a, a crazy relationship anyway, but my dad is, like, for me, like... I remember one day I was, I will always remember this. We're sitting at a restaurant and I'm like worried about what to order. Mm. There's bread on the table. He's a, he's a bigger guy mm-hmm. and he's actually lost like 65 pounds right now. So oh, he's doing well great. Done. Yeah. He's doing awesome. So anyway, but we're sitting at a table and, uh, I see this woman stand up and she's wearing like Lululemon. I remember it distinctively. And, um, you know, and she is walking away tall, blonde. I mean, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there at a table, like contemplating, like, should I eat this bread in front of me? Right. And my dad, he saw that I was upset. I like almost started to cry. And, um, and he knew that that lunch was going to be hard anyway. So, so then he gets a picture on his phone and he shows me and he's like, do you think that that woman can do this jump? Mm-hmm. And it was of me doing like my jump. And I mean, I just broke down and started yeah, crying. I mean, it, yeah. I, I was like, but that is my dad. Oh, that's good. And so like it, 
you know, he didn't really realize until a later age that like that's what what was bothering mm-hmm. me. You yeah, know, sure. and um, that, that's how I really felt. And well, that so, got me a little misty there. Not gonna lie. It was just it was it was just what I needed because I yeah. that's right there at that table. I started to compare myself to some random person that had no affiliation with me or whatever. Yeah. Just thinking about what if I listening to what everyone had always said. Yeah. And like, what if I do start comparing myself to people? And how, how and old were you at that point? Right there, I was 17. 17. And we were having lunch together. And and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't compare myself because mm. we're not the same mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. I'm going to do what I'm going to do and like whatever. And so I, I tried to have that mindset going into college. And then as I continued to get more weight and everyone was only... They were, uh, you know, obsessed with like Lily Pulitzer and like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just wearing clothes and, you know, yeah. and all this stuff. And I mean, and boys are the boys. <laughs> I'm going to talk- go with clothes. Like, exactly. <laughs> and like, are the boys talking to you or whatever? It's like, I don't, I don't, should they be? Like, are they not? I mean, what's happening? And like, yeah. it was just this like, I just wasn't about it. Mm. I wasn't about the superficialness of it. And it's not even like one of those things. Well, oh, well, if you were thin and like looked good, you would be. Now I'm not about it either. Mm-hmm. So when guys come up to me at the bar and are acting a certain type of way, I'm just like, we're not doing this, you sure. know? Sure. So it's like, respect me and like be a man and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's another time. Another story for another time. But it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things. So, it's so, part two. so it's, and then here, I'll, I'll let you ask something if you want, if you want to. No, you want no. To. I, so, so we're back in, in college. We didn't get yeah. to the, to the junior, uh, fallout or whatever that you were saying. Yeah. Um, so sophomore year, you're still kind of health wise, not in a good place or whatever. And you know. so basically what happened was sophomore year, um, you know, I'm in the sorority and I'm living in the sorority house. Crazy, right? Um, and uh, I actually, I've never lived in one. Uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'm in the three person room because the two girls wanted to live with me. So that was a mistake. It's like this table. This is the room. Oh, nice. the table. So, yeah. anyway, so Sorry. I'm like, you know, I'm there. I'm like, this is a new year. It's going to be great, whatever. And, you know, I, um, I don't know. I, I started, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, do something. I got to do something. So I go to the gym. I see that they're having group fitness, like, um, the certification, T-Rex. the T-Rex, a group fitness certification. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a group fitness certification. Let's, let's see what's about. Mm-hmm. So I get the certification, take the test. I'm like nervous as all get out. And I ended up passing and they had, they're like, okay, now we're going to have auditions for like our new staff this year. We were taking like five group fitness instructors or okay. whatever it was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, what are we doing? We do a practical, we do, you know, whatever. Um, and like a interview and stuff like that. So like after three interviews, uh-huh. I meet with um, T, this woman, and um, she is the main head of the, the of UT, like of the recreational department and everything. And so I meet with her and Chris at the time, and they they were great to me, and they were great mm-hmm. mentors at the time. And they're like, Danny, like you got like the position, like we're gonna have you start teaching class. And so I mean, they put me in like I got Zumba certified as well. So I'm doing Zumba, I'm doing cycling, I'm doing <laughs> kickboxing, I'm doing you know all these things. I'm creating my own classes. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like a kid in a candy store. So like, Dandy Fitness started right well, there. Well, kind of. So yeah. this is this is. Danny at that time trying to figure out like what is this fitness game all about because sure. I remember mind you I haven't danced in a year uh-huh. so and I'm heavier um so I'm like doing this and I'm making these classes and whatever and then I actually auditioned for a dance company a student run dance company because UT took away the ability to major or minor in dance so mm. these students got together awesome right and they, yeah. and they it's called the boss dance uh company 
And so my older friends, they had done it. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, "We're let's audition or whatever together. We audition, we make it. We were in some pieces. So now I have dance back in my life. I... You know, in my sorority house with girls, and you know, now I actually became the nutrition and fitness chair. So I start teaching my formats in the chapter room to do like a health initiative for them. Yeah. Then we go into, um, then we go into doing the meal planning. So I kind of get an idea of that and like what is actually healthy and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and so that was really cool. Yeah. So I'm getting into this world, and when I, you know, after I start teaching or whatever, I'm like, this is this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back. Let's go. So then I come home sophomore summer. But I still haven't lost any weight. And, you know, people notice. And they're like, oh, you teach classes. Cool. And, and when I was in teaching classes, yeah. people didn't really, like, people would always, I remember a, a distinctive moment where I'm wearing the microphone and these girls come in like, hey, like, when will the instructor be here? Okay. Yeah. That's, I go find a spot on the mat. Like, I'm the yeah. instructor. And then they always would be like, oh. And then they'd be like, we heard this class is really hard. It is. Yeah. So go get ready. Like, and these are girls, I mean, not judging, but like full makeup on, the hair, you know, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. by the end, they're like, that was the best class I've ever had. Have a good day. Yeah. Only thing I have to say to you. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm glad you had fun, but like, cool. So I, you know, so, you know, I'm coming into my craft. I'm learning how nasty people can be. And I'm like, this is <laughs> a safe room. Like, if you're in here, we're ready to work. Yeah. There's nothing easy about what I do and nothing easy about my classes. And we're not here to judge. You're not here to compare yourself to anyone else. Do your best for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I start learning this whole mantra. And then when I get into, um, you know, junior year, but I, you know, I'm just like, man, I am so done with the diets and people being throwing this in my face and like what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. I was like, leave me alone. Okay. I have to do it when I'm ready. So after having that conversation, basically, I then like, it's like seven, eight months later, I finally, a girl had it reached out to me about Advocare. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Like, fine, let's do it. I have literally $252 saved in my account. And it was like $250. I said, sign me up, distributor, whatever. So I can get things off, you know, a percentage off or whatever. And let me look at the meal plan and stuff. So I start reading it and I actually stayed home that spring break and did the meal plan, Uh did the cleanse of the challenge, lost 10 pounds, six and a half inches. I mean, I'm feeling on top of the world. Right. Like, that is when, yeah. like, Beyonce, people call me, like, that's, like, my alter ego. So, like, people are like, that is when Beyonce started, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I can lose weight. What is this, uh-huh. right? So, after that happens, I am, like, on a roll. And I'm just like, let's go. So, then at that summer, actually, because this is junior year, I had, mm-hmm. or, or that semester, that spring semester, I had joined a business fraternity called Alpha Kappa Psi. And these people became some of my best friends. And, mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, like, they were there to support me even before I had lost that weight that yeah. I just told you about. I mean, they're like, yeah, of course you teach. Like, yeah, you look like you're instructor, you know, or that mm-hmm. you are strong and whatever. And I mean, amazing friends of mine. And so anyway, so they're supportive, you know, we're at the cabin for a weekend and I'm teaching Zumba at the time, you know, and okay. I'm doing my classes and like, you know, we're all working out together, making campus healthier. It felt like. And so then that summer I saw that they're doing personal training certifications and I'm like, man, I just really want to do this. Like, <laughs> let's do it. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait until I'm, until I lose 50 pounds to be yeah. a trainer. I want to do this for me. 
And so anyway, so I um, I go to the or I go to the you know thing, and you have to do practical and and a, and a test and whatever. And it's through AAAI. And um, Susie Gorman Green, she is my mentor, and she uh, was the uh, the lead you know instructor there. She does the class, and then she has this thing that, or she does the certification, and then has this thing that says if you want to become like an assistant, like yeah. reach out to me. So I reached out to her, became her assistant. So every time she came back to Knoxville, I helped her with certifications. So I like got to tell my story to people. Uh-huh. I got, I mean, it was awesome. Right, and I actually visited her last summer in California, where her beach house is and where she lives. Oh. And we um, spent the whole week doing fitness. We uh-huh. rode, we rode a bike ride like over thirty miles from uh-huh. Hermosa to um, Santa Monica. Yeah. Like she's sick. She's so cool. Um, I'm going to see her this this year for my 25th birthday. Oh, so cool. I am excited. Um, and then go to Vegas. So it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. So anyway, so I get I become a personal trainer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I love this. I'm personal training. I'm group fitness. I'm there every day at the T-Rex. I'm doing my classes. Meanwhile, I'm planning events for the East Cincy Trones Hospital, doing dance marathons. So oh, learning and wow. crafting all of that along yeah. with like all my other internships and everything else I did. Um, but because I went, you've always been an event planner. Yes. And I yeah. went to school for communication studies and then like event coordinating. Uh, so see how it all ties yeah. together? So like, so I was all about bringing uh, people together. And I was teaching my classes in front of, which now it's called New Fit, in front of 500 to 1,000 people. I mean, wow. that, so I love that. That was like uh-huh. my drive. And my classes were 75 people at the T-Rex. I mean, that's, that's what it was. Deal, yeah. And I loved it. And so did all of that. And then here comes the end senior year. And I'm like in a better mindset. I'm like, you know, because I, I had to get to a really low place, you know, and like to that junior year, the beginning, which was awful. And then finally, like coming into my own and doing the advocate and taking the right steps and learning about food. And at this point, I really don't know food. I, I know better modifications sure yeah but not really like macros anything like uh-huh. that hasn't been taught to me or i don't know about so then summer's hitting ending and i'm like where am i going from here well i was like well i can go home back to murfreesboro and then what go work at like a certain type of gym and just be there yeah. not gonna call it names or anything so yeah <laughs> uh, so then i was like okay so what am i gonna do unlock so, the door order the pizza yeah exactly Those kind of gyms. Um, so then i um <laughs> i looked at overweight camps um, for kids, and um, this uh, healthy living resort came up in Vermont, and yeah. I was like, "This looks really cool." Yeah. Scheduled a phone interview. I mean, heard of this yeah. things like that? Yeah. So scheduled. Is that like what what people make fun of on TV? It's yes. Called fat camps. Yep. Exactly. Oh, great. Yeah, but this was a you know, high. Was a real thing. I thought it was a joke. No, this is like a high end though, like high end resort where people pay a lot of money, come internationally as well, really? like a lot of people that you wouldn't even expect to be there. So anyway. All ages. They, there was binge eating, underweight, overweight. I mean, I taught people workouts from a chair. Okay. okay. So I learned. I mean, I had a wonderful mentor, Lynn Ann Covell, um, and she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, so I actually, so I was the first intern who was not have, who got through college without having um, an exercise science degree. Okay. So they got accepted there. So oh, wow. which was really exciting. So I, I told them my story on the phone, and they like accepted me, and, I, and they extended my internship. So I was there for just you know six months, but usually it was about three months that you're there. Okay. So I'm there. I learn all about Vermont, and I learn all about like the North. And, and all this, you know, good stuff. There's a chef. I live on the resort. Awesome. You know, um, and I actually ran my first half marathon there because one day I was feeling alone and I was like, I just am going to go run 13.1 miles down the mountain and like back up the mountain. You legitimately forest gumped it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, literally. Felt um, like running. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. just went, <laughs> and I just went, and I was not a runner. Like, don't like, don't let me. And the most I'd ever run was eight miles. Okay, and that's, that's an official runner running eight miles. Well, well, okay, no, no, no. So like, let me let me start, let me back up. Uh, from the age of like twenty 
one, I guess, like my senior year of college, I started like like running and actually okay. doing like 5Ks and things like that. Yeah. So this is like a newer thing. Right. So about like a year into like really running, I do that. And then as soon as I got back, well, I'll get into that, but I started running more, <laughs> ha- more half marathons. But okay. so I've done, I just did my, my past one was my seventh one with yeah. St. Jude. And I so I understand that passion. Right. Yeah, and so those of you faithful listeners know how I feel about running. <laughs> Most people hate it, so I get it. But it's more of it That's was why a, CrossFit. It's like right, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, and so when I'm um, up in Vermont, I meet this wonderful woman, uh, Claire Craven, whose husband is um, has ALS. Has just oh, been diagnosed okay. with ALS. And she's up there to get away to like work on her body and just get her mind right and to be strong for him. Mm. We connect because we're both from the South. So we connect and she was like, hey, come visit me in Connecticut. Come visit Kamii, Eric Craven. Um, he used to work with Pepsi. Very okay. high in, in Pepsi. And, um, and he should come see us in Connecticut uh, on your way back because I drove to Vermont. So like I, wow. when I first went up yeah, to the, it, um, yeah. to the internship, so I was like, okay, cool. So I go see her and she calls up some people in ALS, like Augie's quest for ALS. And they actually got me an interview with this guy who, if you think lifetime is big, this gym is like five lifetimes in oh, wow. one yeah. in New Jersey. And they're, they are on the board for ALS. So he meets with me as an interview and basically says, Hey, I have someone in Nashville who owns, I mean, they own a gym down there uh-huh. and we're going to connect you with them and get you a job. Yeah. And I was like. This is amazing after having an interview with him. So the night before Christmas, I'm driving. I'm literally driving on the interstate back to home, not knowing my fate. And I, and literally I get a call from this number and it's Jeff, who is the owner of Prairie Life Fitness. Yeah. And there's different Prairie Life Fitnesses, yeah. you know. And he calls me and I, I pull over to a Taco Bell. I remember. It literally a Taco Bell. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't drive. I got, yeah, what am I, need, I need re- professional, you know. So I'm literally talking to him on the phone and I don't even know where I was at. And, I, and he was like, we would love to give you a job, like, I'll set up an interview for you on site, like, for in Franklin, go see my people, and, like, we'll get you squared away. So. Wow. Yeah. And so, and that's how much faith everyone had in me, from, like, Vermont to the the participants there. I still talk to the participants. Some of them are doing my online program right now. I mean, they're amazing. And everyone is from all different walks of life, Mm -hmm. different ages, great people. It was an amazing experience. Um, So, anyway, so I I come back. Go ahead. What what about you (laughs) makes people gravitate to you and like fall in love with you and want <laughs> want you to be successful. What is it about you that I I really think the main thing is my determination because I just I don't stop. Yeah. Like am I it's it's my work ethic. Huh. And for me like I mean they saw what I did at the resort. There are things that I went over and above to do. But at the time, like, I was like, why not? Like, yeah. I'm here, give it my all, and, like, not expect anything of it. You know, like, I didn't expect a job. I didn't expect, is that you know, only work ethic? And, what do you mean? Or is there more to that? Um, I mean, like... Like, I feel like you're lowballing that one. What, what like, is that? I'm just a hard worker. But people aren't just hard workers. Like, that's... That's beyond work. That's that's passion. That's that's a well, genuine love for some other people other than yourself to be the, successful. The th- I mean, there, there's more there than well. Like, think about it like this: I'm really good at my job. I, you know? Well, like, yes. I I I saw all these broken women you would see yeah. at this resort, and I could completely resonate with them mm. on every type of level. Yeah. I mean, every experience, because I've had a very diverse and unique experience, which you're learning about with my life. So you're an empathizer. And so, well, yeah, because I want, I never want, my whole slogan, I mean, is to break the stereotype and change the situation. The reason I say that is because for me, 
I don't ever want anyone to feel the way that I have always felt. Mm. So like, and I know that sounds silly. You're like, okay, like whatever. But I, don't, I, if I could save one person from not going through the heartache and not going through the verbal abuse and the, just the abuse in mm. general and the yeah. body, you know, issues and things like that and, and, and losing yourself yeah. without having to go through that, if I could prevent that, obviously, like I would, I want to, or you know? at least walk with it through, exactly through it with them, exactly. And that's what I got to do up there at the resort. And I mean, it was amazing because it's such it's such an isolating thing. It is, and they think that they're the only ones. And yeah. and and you know, and I can sit here and say that my you know experience is unique and things like that. But I mean, there's, I mean, a lot, almost every woman on some level has had this happen where they have had their insecurities or they have felt not like they don't fit in or they, I mean, whether it's personality, body, anything, okay. you know? So, and it's one of those things where I want people to understand and know that you are whatever you want to be. Like you don't have to fit into this box that I tell you you should fit into or that someone tells you you should be or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so do you think you, you feel in your experiences that most women specifically mm-hmm. um, feel like they're in a box that they that they've been placed in or they've come to believe that they're a part of that they cannot break free from. I, I really do. Would that um, be a good metaphor? Yeah, like, and and the thing too is it's like you know I I mean I think that we all just with society and things like that and like the idea of perfection uh, has been placed yeah. in our minds. And, you know, and I think with men, it's that way too. And I have male clients and I sympathize with them. We're not allowed to talk and, about that. We don't exactly. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just getting fights. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And see, yeah. So I just, you know, I, I want to help any type of individual, especially my, you know, obese, um, young adults that I train and yeah. my kids that I train. And, um, I, I don't want them to, to start learning that they are never going to be worth anything because they don't look how people think that they should look. All I see, excuse me, when I look at them is their strong frame Mm -hmm. or like their, their awesome legs or their, you know, great arms or, or whatever it is. Or, you know, and I, and I, that's why I try to tell people is look at those positive affirmations because I've had to do that to myself, Yeah, you know, and get back to where, when I was a young girl, before I gained weight and was subjected to all of that, Mm that where I was at, like, like in being okay with who I was. So what type of things do you tell yourself? Um, I mean, anywhere from what, like, do bel- you still tell yourself stuff today? Do you still have to pep talk yourself? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, there's always days where you feel lower because, because, well for me, like, I mean, I What's still, mantras? I still have people who say negative things or, just give me their names. I have friends. <laughs> give you a list, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be um, fine. or people we'll who for you. judge my body because they don't understand it, or they're surprised by the, the surprise. Like you know, it's funny because people were surprised that I got third place at the national fitness competition. Yeah, I'm like sorry. They say that to you? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And so the thing is, is like, I just, it, it's I, just I have such a hard time. Like, I think my world is different, or I'm just naive, or I just don't care yeah but like people don't say that and and maybe i might be a little aggressive too Mm -hmm. if i'm really honest like i'm I'm hyper hyper competitive yeah and and i and i remember like last last summer it was last summer i was i was at this this conference and uh this guy said something and i 
full disclosure, yeah. probably took it the wrong way. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Um, I think he was just talking smack, and I and yeah. I just latched onto it, and I was like, anytime, anywhere, any sport, <laughs> let's go. Oh my gosh! And he like he backed up. Yeah. And like, and he was like, no, I like, what, what just happened there? Yeah. Like, and I was like, what? You, you, okay. I'm like, I'm I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. anytime. Like, you you can judge me all you want, but like, yep. we we can take this on the court anytime yeah. you want. Yeah. Like you can choose the sport. I don't even care if I've ever played it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you don't know me. You yeah, know exactly. And uh but yeah, I, I just can't man. And like I have a have a friend who's who's also a large human. We always talk about large humans. That's the way I yep. address people. Yeah. Um it, it was one of my CrossFit coaches that, that started saying that and I was like, I like that. Yeah. A lot better than being like, you know, like the fatty or the guy. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm a large human and um and you know it, it just is. And he and I became uh, CrossFit partners, and so like we would enter partner competitions. Nice. Um, and scaled because we're large humans, yep. and there are gymnastic movements that are virtually impossible, mm-hmm. but becoming more possible as yeah. as we uh, as we slim down. Um, and our first competition was in Franklin. Okay. Um, and we went in. We were we were nervous as all get out. We had no idea. I mean, here we are, like. Taller than everybody else, bigger than the majority of people. Yep. There were a few shorter people that were larger, but like they weren't in it to win it. But like I'm always in <laughs> yes. it. To win it. Like I'm like yeah. I might not say anything, but like in my head, yeah, we're we're competing against you know Rich Froning or whatever. And uh, <laughs> it's like one of the events we ended up winning. Oh, nice! Like one one of the things, and then we went to another competition in in Florida. Because we became friends with these people that own a box and we're, yep. we're putting on it. And we're like, we'll come down there because, like, who doesn't need an excuse to go to Florida? Yes. And so we went down there and competed all day. And all day we were just talking. And we are like, I don't know. They're, those guys are super fit. And like, yeah. we're, we're, we're watching people. Yep. And, and, of course, we're talking about people, not in, like, negative ways, but just be like, how is that person scaled? I cannot believe. They look really fit. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. we're, we're ultimately making it. excuses yep. for us to have a back door to be like, oh, you know, obviously we didn't, we yeah. didn't make it. And so, um, when it came to announcing the winners, they, they was quiet all day. You didn't have any idea where you placed, okay. what was going on and wow. anything other than I knew that a couple of times they finished before us or whatever. Yeah. And so other times I didn't notice I was nearly passed out. Yeah. And, uh, they got to third place and they didn't call our name. Yeah. And I just remember looking at my friend and being like, I still had fun. Like, oh. you know, like, <laughs> and I was like, that really sucks. I thought we'd at least get third place. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I thought that's where, you know, judging by what happened that day, I was like, you know, it's probably, but there's those young kids and they were super fast. Oh my gosh, you know, like, yeah. And, uh, and they go second place and, and still, and it was like the guys that were pretty fit. And I was like, dang, they didn't even make first place. Yeah. Like, that's absurd. And like him and I were just standing there talking and we're just like, well, you know, it was fun. We were in Florida. And then they announced (laughs) us like winning the whole thing. And we were like, what, what just happened? And like Roy's out in the back, like with his arms (laughs) up, like out in his tent, like, you know, he's he's, he's celebrating. Um, but like it's for us, it's. It's looking at it and going, we're, we're not the mold. We're, we're not the crossfitter yeah. bodies, but like we, we came to like break some shit. Exactly. You know, like, yes. like we're going to come in and do some stuff. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like. Um, and so for, for us, that's been our thing of like, we may not be there yet. We're, mm-hmm. we're working on getting there. Yep. But like while we're here, we're, we're, we're come to the party, you know, yeah. like, and, exactly. and we, we want to do the best we can. 
Um, and which I think also uh, enhances the fire of people who don't, like I said earlier, who don't ask the questions to get to know anything about me. Yes. Um, And it's probably why I haven't been to a doctor in 15 years, in in all honesty. Right. Um, Because I don't want to sit down and have the talk and be like, take my blood pressure. Yeah. And like, because every time I give blood, they're like, it is really low. And they're like, do you work out? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and things like that. And, you know, I was at the dentist. I went to the yep. dentist first time in 15 years. I'd really not talk about that. Oh. Um, so I went to... <laughs> 15 years. Yeah, I've even had dental insurance. I don't, you don't need to talk Oh, okay. okay. And, and so uh, so I went finally, and, yeah. and the lady was there. We did the x-rays, did the whole thing. And the dentist came in, and he sat down, and, and uh, he was like, so how long has it been to the first, you know, since you had your teeth checked on? I was like... We don't have to talk numbers, but yeah. it's been it's been, it's been some a while. time. It's, it's been some time. And he goes, huh? Like more than five years? And I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm trying to hide in the chair. And uh, and he's like, what about more than ten years? And oh I was my like, gosh! Yeah. And he and he sits down and goes, all right. She's heard this talk all the time and starts on this nutrition talk. He goes, yep. you know, th- this is how it is, and and nutritionally. You know, the problem with teeth is all about nutrition and, and like you get cavities because you have sugar and you mm-hmm. eat sugar and you digest sugar and it's on your, on your teeth and it creates cavities, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really have any cavities. Yep. Um, and, and he didn't, he didn't know looking at my x-rays were fine, but, yeah. but he was kind of coming into it. And, uh, and so I got this long talk and I'm just like, just check my teeth, man. Yeah. Like just get in there yeah. and like see reality, then give me the talk. If exactly. I need so like went in there and I, you know, I've been eating really, really clean for, for a while now. And, yeah. and like, he was like, huh, I give you like an A minus. Like yeah, after all that exactly. time, there was like, there were some things that were done when I was a kid that needed to be redone, yes. you know, and, and stuff like that. But, but that was about it. Yeah. And I was like, you don't know me. You know, like, yes. what I want to say. I love um, it. But yeah, I, I, I hate stereotypes mm-hmm. and because they're so crippling, they're so, uh, you, you know, kind of, uh, limiting to yep. you because no matter how strong you are inside, no matter how yeah. courageous, no matter how much desire you have inside, mm-hmm. you still believe it. Yeah. And, and you, and you still just go, maybe I can't. And, you know, and, and it's like, even now when I dress a bar that, um, I'm aware of the weight on it or whatever. And, and, and if I have a single negative thing, it could be nothing like, yeah. it could just be like, I'm tired that morning yeah. and I go, man, the bar feels heavy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to lift well that day mm-hmm. because of that little bitty nonchalant, no yeah. nothing negative talk. And, and once those ingrained things happen yeah. to you, it becomes, well, and who that's, you are. and that's why I tell my clients and that's why, you know, I even started Andy fitness in the, in the first place was because I was tired of, you know, being, I mean, I was, I was at a corporate gym, which, which I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you this real quick. So, First day when I got to that corporate gym, right? Mm-hmm. When I had, I, I'm thinking I have a job as a personal trainer, group fitness, whatever I want. This is going to be awesome, yeah. right? I go in there. Yeah, I mean, you could do personal training, but it's going to be really hard for you to get a lot of like hours and make money and, and whatever. And it was on commission. And then, yeah, yeah. And then the group fitness, but there was a man telling me this. And then we'll get to him in a second. And then oh, there's a, um, a female. I know, I know. There's a female who, she's great, group fitness instructor, but she's just kind of sitting there like, no, we don't really have any classes available and then we have um 
the lady, the general manager, she's like, yeah, but you know, if you wanted to do membership, you could totally do that. So they, they put me in membership. Now, granted, that's my choice. And if I would have been confident at that time, coming yeah. back from Vermont and really been in my own, I would have been like, I'm here for personal training, group fitness. But you still believed. But I that. still believed, yeah. And, and so, yeah. you know, this is, again, I was about 20 pounds heavier than what you see now and uh, at that time. So I'd lost some weight on my own, okay. you know, about 20 pounds in nine, and 9% body fat in the course of um, three years' time. Okay. okay. So then I'm here in Franklin and I'm at this place and I'm like, well, just be glad you have a job, I guess, right? And so I, t- I said, well, Hey, can I go and can I show you my group fitness? Like, can I show you like my move yeah. fit class? And they're like, yeah, sure. And so the, the women go back with me and there's like personal trainers who come in to do the class. And I mean, I taught my move fit class, like one, one song mm-hmm. and literally the lady was like, yes, whenever you want, <laughs> whenever you want to sub, whatever, yeah. like, let's get you on schedule. Like, let's do it. So it gets me on schedule. So now I'm in membership and group fitness. Oh, have you ever taught water aerobics? Yes. I taught that in Vermont. Let's put you in water aerobics. Awesome. So now three different departments. Snowball. Okay. Now we're going to have you at front desk too. So we make a little more money hours. Whatever. So I'm in like all these different hats, right? Yeah. And then I actually plan. Well, and then I plan these fitness events for charities. So like Augie's quest, I mean, pay him back respect. Uh-huh. And so I do that and um, do that as well. So there's like 50 people looking at that. We teach like a Zumba, you know, we teach move fit, you know, have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So these little events and whatever. So I do all that and I'm showing people like who I am and whatever. But at that time, being a membership, I mean, still sitting on a desk and, and telling people to have a healthy lifestyle, but I'm a membership rep. It just is, it's not working and yeah. I'm getting very lethargic and I'm getting very tired. And even though I'm teaching a couple classes here, right. you know, that the more of them came later down the way, but finally six months into there, I'm just like, you know what? I can do this. Mm. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to do the training. So I go up to the man and I was like, Hey, I want to be a personal trainer. And Mm -hmm. like, that's so good. Right. You know, I was hired through corporate, like, you know, whatever. And he was like, yeah, like, let's do it. So literally (laughs) the first day, cause I'm out of membership now. So he just appeases you yes. with this. Yes. And so He's the not first, behind you still. The first day that I'm out of this, I'm in, I don't even feel testified to this. I am in there. And let me just remind you, there's CrossFit girls in there, you know, kind of teach your trainers and whatever too. Okay. Muscular, thin, very separate, stereotypical trainers. Um, most of them were. So then I, I saw what they wear and stuff. So I, at this time, you know, I'm wearing Under Armour and Nike and all that stuff. So I, I had some Under Armour booty shorts. And like, let me remind you, I danced all my life. So booty shorts are like my, yeah. that's like what I wear. I mean, that's yeah. spandex is what they're called. Spandex. So that's why I love and feel comfortable in that and a crop top. Anyway, but so I'm wearing the shirt, you know, pray, pray the shirt or whatever. And then I have the shorts on and I, um, I wasn't even working out. I was doing like a little walkthrough with this girl, 15 minutes thing on the floor. And then I left. And, uh, the next day we all as trainers get a a long message that says that there will be no women be, no women will be allowed to wear spandex shorts on the floor. They'll be escorted off the premise. And literally I, I mean, that was my first day. I even took a picture. I got on my Instagram. You can check it out now. I was excited. I was in it. I'm like, this is me. Let's do this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. And um, and I just felt like a ton of rocks fell yeah. on my face, you yeah. know? And, you know, when I thought, well, maybe it wasn't about me. Don't jump to conclusions. Like, don't jump to yeah, conclusions. Ignore reality. Ignore Exactly. Let, let's see what happens. So, th- so then, so then, I had a guy dark. who actually ended up becoming my best, one of my best friends, and my coach. Uh-huh. He had um, actually come up and talked to me about doing classes with him anyway, and stuff like that. Yeah. So he he had said something like, "Hey, saw that text about you." 
And I'm like, wait, 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 what? And he's like, yeah, we all were talking about it. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Danny, do you not think that that wasn't about you? And I'm like, well, what? And he was like, all the girls have been wearing shorts like this for the past like three years. Yeah. You walked out on the floor one day, a, a thicker, blonde, like whatever, and wearing shorts. And, and here's the thing. Also, I'm a dancer. So we know if our stuff is showing. Yeah. I'm just going to be real with you. So like I can just kick my leg up and whatever. And like I know that I'm okay. So yeah. I knew those shorts covered me. There was nothing inappropriate about it mm-hmm. except for that they were shorts. Okay. So after that happens, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what is my life? So now my self-esteem is completely tanked back down to like mm-hmm. zero. And I'm just like reevaluating everything. Yeah. So karma, he ended up being let go. Not for that, but for other reasons. And oh. so, you know, so everything kind of works out how it's supposed to work out. But um, <laughs> so we got his. <laughs> so I'm just saying, don't cross me. So, if, yeah. so going back to the whole thing about why yeah. people are attracted to me, I think like, I, I think a, a lot of people know, like, out. yeah, they, they know that like, Good things are going to happen. Positivity. Like, that's what I'm about. And I will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be, whether that's mentally, physically, whatever it is. Like, I'm here for you because I've experienced it. I don't think a Mm. lot of trainers have gone through this whole big circle where, you know, from, like I said, like how we've all talked about everything that's happened to me. And I've had a very eclectic and very unique experience, Mm -hmm. and which has been awesome. And so for me, going from that corporate, like, box gym – you know, and, and learning everything about how to run a business, how not to run a business, all these different things and people and the manner of, you know, Franklin and Brentwood and how there's different demographics and all yeah. this stuff. I learned so much. And then I had a coach who was amazing and taught me about macros and, you know, clean eating and all this stuff. And, um, and you know, and it, it was just, it, it was really the blessing that I needed at that time in my life. Mm. And it was, and that was two years ago. So um, I was at Prairie Life after getting back from Vermont for a year and a half. And then about two weeks, I gave them my two weeks and I... I said, you know, I, I, I got a website developed. I um, I did a video reel, had a photo shoot with my people and like, you know, just went with it and started Andy Fitness mm-hmm. at the place that I was doing classes under the coach that I had. Because the guy who owned it, I remember like the first week that I was there doing classes, he's like, yeah. you're a trainer, right? And I was like, yeah. He said, why don't you train over here too? And I was like, that's not ethical. I mean, I signed a contract, like, and I know people did that, yeah. but I wasn't going to do that. Sure. So for me, I was like, when I, with time comes, if that's valid, he's like, yeah, that'll still be valid. Like you're more than welcome to run your business out of here. Just use it for rent. So I went back on that and I mean, and I started my business on August 1st mm-hmm. of last year, um, and 2017. And so we're going on our one year anniversary. Yeah. Um, so when we have find your fit coming up, oh. um, it's literally like a kind of celebration of, of Dandy Fitness and bringing the community together and like everything that you know I've done so far and uh, I've been so blessed to make relationships I've gone out I've taken like everyone's classes I've taken you know from group fitness and done personal training with people I mean and then just seeing how you know what Franklin and Brentwood and, and Nashville have to offer yeah you know yeah even Murfreesboro and um, so for me because I I want to be completely wrapped in this fitness world because it is my life Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so for me like it is my passion and the more that I can learn and see how people do things the more that it helps me and so it's just to be and to understand like where people are coming from and 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 things like that and 
you know, I it is really unique to see. And I've been blessed to partner with people like Lululemon and Whole Foods and people that believed in me, like National Fit Magazine, yeah. who came to find your fit last year. They uh-huh. didn't know me from anyone. I reached out. And, I mean, it was just incredible, yeah. you know, that yeah. Ryan saw that in me and, and is now sponsoring it again. It doesn't seem like you have a shortage of people who see things in you. <laughs> That's, yeah, I, I am very, I'm very blessed. And, and too, with my people that train with me, you know, they know that I only work with hardworking yeah. people mm-hmm. and that, you know, this is something that, that you, for, for me, always feeling alone in my endeavors and always feeling like no matter how many friends I've had or no matter what has happened, I having them there as my community mm-hmm. and knowing that that's something I built is Incredible! Like that is a dream come true in itself. And the fact that other people are starting to take notice of that, people are starting to understand my body, people are starting to understand what I do. It, 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 for me, it's not, I I don't want to say I'm not giving it like, Oh, like, great. Like you, you get that I'm strong, Mm -hmm. but it's a respect factor. Yeah. Don't like, again, don't put me in a box. We, I am here. Like now you see what I can do and what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. So like treat me as such. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I partner with guys and stuff and workouts, it's they're always surprised. Mm-hmm. And like and that's good. I'm glad that I can keep surprising because it's actually fun for me now yeah. versus taking it to heart every time. Um even when people say silly things because it's like you know, this is what I do. Like mm-hmm. understand who I am and like you're saying you were saying. Like and then you can judge yeah. that. Yeah. So th- I mean, that's kind of that I I'm trying to think if um if I left anything out of this journey. Um <laughs> I mean, you so you, you have people around you now that believe in you, pushing you, yes, got your back. For sure. So do you still feel isolated sometimes? You know, I do. Um, but it's more so it's more so because like I don't know. I think that for me, like I am just that person that like, I really do for as social as I am and personal, you know, and whatever I am confident. I love to be alone. Yeah. (laughs) Like I love to go to the movies alone. Yeah. That is like my favorite thing. Um, and I, (laughs) you know, if I go eat dinner alone, like I don't, that doesn't bother me. Cause again, like it doesn't matter what people think, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's always so focused on what everyone else is looking at. And it's like, just whatever, like I'm wearing a crop top out here at Whole Foods, like deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't like it, don't look, that's not my problem. Uh, if I feel good in my body. Um, so it's taken me a long time to feel good in my body. You know, I think, I think there's two things that happen with that. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory. Um, so like I've always been a confident individual. Yeah. And so like my confidence has pushed me beyond my looks more times than I deserve. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. and so I, th- I think there, there, there are two things that happen. One is that people are attracted to confident persons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a certain amount of ogling and looking that, yep. that happen no matter what your body type is, yep. but they're like, for some reason, like you're turning me on and yeah. I really like that. And then the other one is the other people who are, um, wish they had the confidence you had. Mm-hmm. And the only way that they know how to deal with that is to try to tear you down so that you feel the way that they feel. Exactly. Yeah. If you put that on a shirt, like, let's go. It's probably like, too many words on <laughs> It probably shirt. is too many yeah. words, but you know. Um, but that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all, I'm all for that. No, but that is exactly right. And, and the thing too is, it's not like, I'm not trying to portray it as like, 
oh, like I am awesome. So like you should feel threatened by me or whatever. It's not anything like no, that. No, 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 It is literally, yeah. you know, this whole thing that like, if you have a problem with me and it is, um, what is the word? Um, it's justifiable. Sure. Like it is truly whatever. Like come talk to me. Like mm-hmm. we'll hash it out. Like, you know, and, and move on from there. Yeah, you know? don't push but, it on social media. Exactly. To down. It, it is it is one of those things where, like, I just, I think that a lot of times, you know, women are either, I don't know if they're jealous because I get along with men a lot better, mm-hmm. or they're, like, frustrated that I am okay with my body, or, and they think that I shouldn't be because maybe they're not. Yeah. Or, oh, there's yeah. so many other yeah, things, right but, there. like, but I can't. Those people don't matter. I can't fix that. And now if you want to be a part of this family and what we do here and what we're trying to do, then you get that and you understand. And you never let Mm -hmm. anyone's opinion, whether it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friends, whatever, talk to you in a manner. Because there's so many Mm -hmm. times that I've had people speak to me in a way that would be disgraceful. That you, if it was on TV, I mean, you would be like, this has to be made up. That's why a lot of times I'll post it. I'm like, my life is not real. Because like, <laughs> like, cause yeah. literally, I mean, I remember being out like at a club or like feeling like good and whatever. And then someone would be like, yeah, well, I mean like you're a big girl. So like, what do you think that you're going to have guys talking about and like talk to you? Really? Well, maybe they like big girls. People just like, say that. And then, yeah, and then from like, and even just like from like whistling like on the, the wrong whistling <laughs> on the street, right, right. And that's another thing. But like, but that's the thing too. Is, I mean, I remember my friends referencing to me at the time, and we're all immature and younger and whatever, but like referencing as like a whale, like hmm. a whale or like other. Did you ever get words. violent with people? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not so a that really. Just, that, that lights a fire in <laughs> so me. So for me, a lot of times this was like guys um, saying this, or you know, when as I got older, it seemed like it was more girls. And um, and wow. for me, yeah. I just. It was one of those things where I like to let people feel stupid. So, like, somebody would say something, and then, like, sometimes, nine times out of ten, like, moving forward in my life, someone would pitch in and be like, hey, actually, she's, like, a badass trainer. And, like, like, making them feel stupid. And it's like, what's understood doesn't need to be discussed. Like, you made yourself... Now I understand that, like, you're making yourself look like an ass. Like, by by doing that, not me trying to be like, no, I love myself, and I'm great, you have a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're You don't like, have to be defensive like, because exactly. you have real confidence. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that when you have real confidence, either people are just like 100% in it with you uh-huh. or they are just not having it because yeah. they don't understand or they are competitive and they don't want to work with you. And let me also say, I am not competitive with other people. I'm competitive with myself. Mm. So when it's like right now, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. Like I truly mean that. I don't yeah. want to look like anybody else. I don't want to look at any of my clients. I don't want to look like anybody else's clients or models or whoever. I love my body. I love the way it's shaping out. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of my body. And I wish, and those are, and when you talk about positive affirmations and things, those are the things that I say to myself. Yeah. And a lot of times that's why I post on my Instagram story. You know, a lot of people always say like, oh, like that's not real life and whatever. I am very transparent yeah. on my, as you, as you've seen on my Instagram story <laughs> and stuff like that. And I do that a lot of times so that like people, maybe if they're having a bad day and they're like, I'm not working out today. Yeah. They see my posts, they see me deadlift or they see me do something and they're like, damn, like Danny got her workout in. Yeah. I got to get my workout. So if it can help one person get their mm-hmm. workout in, it was worth doing that post oh, yeah. or, or, you know, or even just saying a positive affirmation. And then someone, you were texting me later and be like, Hey, I said my positive affirmations. Like, I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Or you're not even telling me just like doing it. That's, that means the world to me. And so a lot of times that's yeah. why I do that. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's important. Like, I've had people all over the country who have connected with me on social media. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, people at my box do give me a hard time because I do a lot of selfies. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Mainly because it's, like, proof of life. Like, I'm here yes. doing stuff. I'm getting it done. Um, because people all over the country mm-hmm. have connected with me and gone, I've watched what you're doing. Yes. And, and... And, and I'm just like, well, if you're doing it, I guess I could do it today. And, and yeah. so, like, there's there's people that have joined CrossFit boxes. Yep. There's people that have, Which is you know, awesome. had their first competition. And, like, they message me and say, hey, I just did my first whatever. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I post my celebrations up there. Um, and, you know, and, and it's stupid. But, like, it, it's, you know. But, again, it it is one of those important. things where it's important because now you see that it is making an impact. Yeah. And when you can take and which people are jealous of. So like when you can take what you think is right, like mm-hmm. I was taking selfies before anybody was taking selfies. Let's be real. Like go back to my Facebook, go look at so the crop tops, the selfies, the, the scrapbooks that are basically Instagram. Like yeah. you can go back and it's like, I feel great today. Like we went to here. I mean, literally in the scrapbooks, like been doing this stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, people used to make fun of me for taking selfies and uh-huh. then started doing it when it became popular. And right. I'm like, again, I, I don't know. That's where I kind of always like had myself, like I knew who I was. Yeah. I wasn't afraid of that. It was just because other people had made me feel bad about it. Yeah. And, and, but then, you know, honestly, I look back at it and let me just say this, that I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm. I truly do. I believe when I got in my wreck that it happened for a reason, I need to slow down, refocus. I believe when I hit the deer, I know like why that happened. I mean, you know, I, I, I do think that there was things that happened in my life that had got me to this point. And if I would have been told every day that I was a beautiful butterfly, I mean, I probably would be very unhealthy at this point. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I may not have ever gotten fitness. You know, I may not have ever gotten fitness. Whiny baby. I mean, yeah. Or like, <laughs> or always taking compliments and just like lived off compliments and yeah. stuff. And that's not healthy relationships either. You got to be mm-hmm. your own person before you get into a relationship also. So it's just yeah. like, so I think, I feel like, you know, if this wouldn't have happened, if these hardships and like this nonsense and just whatever wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be where I am. Mm-hmm. So for me, people are always like, well, how do you, how do you forgive those people? And how do you deal with them and, and still in your life and whatever? And I'm like, honestly, like I forgive all of them. They've mm-hmm. been forgiven. Yeah. I just, the thing is, is that I can't forget that those things happen because they're sure. who made me what I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, same thing with people who have traumatic experiences. Like you always remember that wreck. You always remember those things mm-hmm. that happen and whatever. So for me, it's like, I do remember those, Yeah. but it helps me to then help other people. So that's why I think God allowed this to happen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and why, and he knew that I could handle it. He knew that I was strong. He knew that my dad and my best friends and, and Bailey and Jared and all of them were going to be there for me. Yeah. And I was going to get an even bigger group of people that care about me. And, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, and that is just like why I did everything that I've done up to this point was to get to this place where people understood me for me Yeah. and, and not my body and not what they thought I was supposed to be, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's pretty remarkable. And, and it's, it's amazing that you have had that experience at such a young age. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you probably don't feel young, but, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah. but like for me, yeah. like I'm just now figuring out, 
I, you know, coming into to who I really am. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had a big personality to cover yeah. up the other stuff in yes, my life. And, for sure. and, and so as a guy, like you just stuff that in yep. and like wait till it comes out in negative ways. Yep. And then you just clean up that mess and move on and do it again. Exactly. Um, yep. that, that's the, that's the deal. Um, and so I think it's remarkable that, that you've been able to navigate those waters and then somehow correct that into this strong, vivacious thing that then yeah. radiates through other people that you're interacting with in life. And I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Now, now tell us, like, you're, you're fixing to launch your year anniversary, your big Find Your Fit 2018. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. What What's, yeah. the, what's the dream goal, whatever, of that yeah. event? So basically, so Find Your Fit, I started that last year, um, about a month and a half after I opened my business. Okay. Um, I have always wanted to put on, like, events. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about this. I did put on events in college and things like that. And I wanted it to be fitness because I was like, I don't want to do any type of other event besides fitness. And so I actually did research and went out to Colorado to Fitness on the Rocks where there was almost 10,000 people there. Oh. I met with the, the the event coordinator for that, talked to him, learned like his tools and traits and what he did and, uh-huh. and how he started with 250 people nine years back. And then now it's amazing. You know, and all these things. And then I went to New York and I uh, went to the Moving Foundation and went to their event. And, you know, and I saw what they did and I saw, you know, what was good about it. You know, I saw, I mean... I I looked at all of them and and really saw like what was good about these events, what was bad, what could have been better. And I took that and I was like the event that I always had imagined in my head and how it would play out was different than both events. But it was, you know, but I could, I knew that I could make it happen for Franklin and for an unhealthy, you mm-hmm. know, quotation marks, like area in the yeah. South and um, versus, you know, cause everyone thinks about fitness in New York. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks about it in California. That's easy. Yeah. Bring it to Tennessee, bring it to the place. Yeah. Bring it to the hot chicken a- capital. A- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like and, our stuff fried baby. Right. And so for <laughs> me, that was really my goal. And so with find your fit last year, I literally found the space like a month before, um, I had reached out to St. Jude because I was St. Jude's hero. I went to a hero's okay. walk. I was yeah. late, did the run on my own, met with Courtney, and I was like, she was their fitness director. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, have this event, ABC, do you want to be a part of it? Lead charity. Yes. Went with me. We like got it together, and she was like, cool, you plan it, we'll be there. Proceeds go to St. Jude. You know, however we want yeah. to do it. She's super cool. And we did it. And I had 15 on-site sponsors. I had 75 attendees. And and, and for me, like, and, uh, you know, that's like one of those things where you're like, oh, that's like not a lot, Danny. It's like for me, getting that event and doing it that's on a, my own and doing it with like my my graphic designer and my assistant at the time. Like, you know, I had a few people. And, I mean, our staff was literally my graphic designer and like his friends, yeah. my friends, and my mom and dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was I think that's pretty remarkable. It I mean, was seventy five not is not a big crowd, but what's what's staggering to that is the fifteen sponsors. Yeah. Like and people who don't do events or have never done an event do mm-hmm. not realize the work that that takes yes. to sell something for the first time, yep. never been done. Yep. This is gonna be awesome for you. It's gonna be worth your time, it's gonna be worth your investment. Yes. Show up. Exactly. And 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 seriously, they were fantastic. I mean, yeah. they were great, they were such good sports. I mean, they literally everyone was like who did this? I mean, we were walking around. They're like, I mean, Ryan even was like, this is the most professional event I've ever been uh-huh. to. And coming from him, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like Jesus telling me. Cause you know, cause, <laughs> yeah. cause I, I admire him so much, you know? And at that time the event wasn't even over and he was like, you're going to do this again next year. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So, you know, so that's why I, we're blessed to have, um, their, uh, them support and sponsor and have my ad in the magazine this year. Mm-hmm. And you guys, Barbell Voodoo is one of the, um, lead sponsors on that. Yeah. So you can check that out in this edition. And we're having another 
edition, adding a couple surprise new lead sponsors. Um, Which is a little tongue-in-cheek funny. With Barbell Voodoo being there, uh-huh. because like one of our hottest items was booty shorts. I know. And it goes back. Right? Right. It goes back to that shame letter. <laughs> Suck it. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Moving on. Hey, I, I have two pairs of them and I love them. So they're great. They're so great. They're great. Um, and people still, and people do, I will point out, stare at me while I'm in the shorts. And whether they're staring for That's good or bad, they look awesome. I, <laughs> I don't, I, it may not even be I, you. It may just be how awesome. I, the I literally look. was I like, in, I was like, in, yeah, it's probably the shorts <laughs> for sure. But I'm like, embrace my legs, embrace my booty, like it's here, yeah. no, whatever. But anyway, great quality, love this, I love him. Um, but uh, but yeah, so find your fit again. The whole idea about it is a fitness event where we're bringing the community together to experience health and wellness sponsors that they regularly probably wouldn't be able to experience mm-hmm. um, so they can better their healthy lifestyles or even start their healthy lifestyle and get to take an assortment of different variety of movement classes. So, you know, we last year had anywhere from Zumba to Orange Theory. We had Pure Bar. We had uh, Yoga. We had um, Move Fit. You know, I taught yeah. my class. I mean, I you know, we had all different types of fitness formats come out and we had a live DJ. It's at an amp theater it's a private park in franklin my event is the only event to ever be held there oh. and again this year as well um so what for, park is it it's called franklin city like private park and i know very creative name um but it's uh actually you've probably driven past it a million times it's down the road from whole foods so the address is 6100 tower circle there's a big office buildings over there where people work and new yeah. apartments around back okay if you drive in there and go down there's parking all along the sides but there, you'll see the pond the beautiful layout of trees huh. and then you have an amphitheater with a stage and then you have circle it's like um half circle half circle half circle leading up okay and that's where the but, attendees was that the video footage that yes, you have on your website? Exactly. Okay. So that is on the video reel on my Dandy Fitness, Dandy Fitness One, Instagram, um, and my website, uh, dandyfitness.com. And um, so basically on there, we have, uh, <laughs> like that little plug right there. I love um, it. I love it. So anyway, um, it's like I know how to promote myself or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you're, a, you're a force of nature. So I love it. I on, absolutely love it. Thank you. So at the space, it's a beautiful place. And when I met with them, you know, like I said last year, we only had like three weeks to promote this. I mean, and, and it, like, yeah. <laughs> three so weeks. If you look back at the Instagram, it's like That's it's phenomenal. like 10 days, nine days, like counting it down. Like, yeah. like we're promoting it and everything. And I mean, I had people like Chris Byford who teach yoga, you know, who's a he's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And um, he came out and like didn't know me from anybody. Body and like came out to be a part of the community and was just and he was actually had the face on the magazine yeah yeah so it was hilarious because that was and he's like the guy so it's like it was great you know for him to be there and support so they're teaching this year wow. um, so I have like I think right now nine solidified talents for this year and I'm Jeez. super excited and I'm expanding so this event is August fourth so fourth think Franklin fourth yeah. and then fourth. and then August tenth is Murfreesboro find your fit. Okay. And so I am ecstatic because Murfreesboro, this is a new, it's a new territory, but again, my hometown, bringing health and wellness to them as well. And they, um, the area is also a new space. Okay. So no one's ever been, no one's ever been there before too. Oh, um, wow. and so this is a very cool opportunity and St. Jude is also going to benefit from that as well. Okay. Um, so I am ecstatic. And the thing too is, is like, you know, as you're listening to this and know more about me and whatever, you know, people who believe in me. In the beginning, uh-huh. I mean, 
is huge. Like, and it surpassed my expectations and they know what I can do mm-hmm. and what I'm going to do. And so I'm just like, if you're along for the ride, like, come on, like I'm here mm-hmm. to help support you. And the yeah. whole idea is to promote you guys as well. So like, I want everyone to be successful and, mm-hmm. and I want people to come to this event and literally be like, Oh, like there's a healthy food truck. There's some healthy treats. Like, Oh, we got some Lululemon bags. We get raffles, silent auctions. I mean, I'm going to be giving out so much stuff. I mean, like from so cool. paleo works is giving me things to yeah. give out. Um, so for meals, um, we have like studio Gavin is giving things out for raffles, autumn crafts. I mean, I, you know, I have my lead sponsors, Lululemon, Barbell Voodoo, NutriShop, St. Jude, um, you know, Alpha Graphics even, you know, it's like yeah. all these people supporting the cause Man. and it is just epic. Yeah. So and it's all cause of you. <laughs> well, it, it is, it is, um, like everything that who you are, people have just, I mean, they're all in with you. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. And I, and I just, I keep, I keep getting excited every time I get an email about someone being like, this is an epic event. Like, let's be a part of it. And that, and when just hearing that it is, it is just like, like, dude, this is amazing, you know? And it, and it really is. I put it on, I was talking with Camp Gladiator earlier today, actually, Liz, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we were sitting there, I said, you know, she wants to be part of the event and they're going to come and, um, to both. And so I'm like. You know, she's sitting there and we're talking and I'm just like, you know, honestly, make your sponsorship booth, like make it what you want. If you want to sell things, if you want to give out things, I mean, this is literally your deal. Like that is your space to represent Mm -hmm. who you are and hope and and, in the hopes that people will gravitate towards that. Right. Um, because again, they're trying all these different formats. So they're, you know, nine times out of 10, not everyone's going to be able to do all the formats. So like, let's say that, you know, while yoga is being led, they go on the 5k run. Mm -hmm. So after they get back from the 5k run, the next class hasn't started yet. They want to go get a chair massage and that'd be a really tough choice for me. Yoga or 5k. Uh, the talent is not late. You you show up late. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I'm just saying like, it's just, there's going to be so many opportunities for people to get the free stuff and for sponsors to show who they are. And I mean, I am just all about like, it is what you make it. Yeah. Everything. So like, I can't just put on an event and be like, okay, we're good. Like, it's going to sure. run smoothly. I mean, you, if you saw me last year, I was running around crazy. I was getting things together. I taught twice. That was, that was crazy. Um, wow. you know, I'm, I was exhausted, didn't eat at all. I had an hour of sleep on an air mattress the night before. I mean, yeah, I, it was crazy. So anyway, so the, the Fine Fit event, like I said, uh, it will start at eight o'clock. A registration will open seven 30. You can get your tickets at the door, but it's going to be, um, more expensive. So I would suggest using Barbell oh, Voodoo, really? use their promo code that I'll get oh, them. There you go. Uh, use, you know, Dandy Fitness code that I'll have out, um, that'll get you $5 off your tickets. Yeah. And again, all those proceeds go to St. Jude. Yeah. So, so pay the full price anyways. Don't worry <laughs> about the codes. <laughs> exactly. And the yeah. And you can get stuff for the silent auction and yeah. that money goes to them. The chair massages money goes to them. I mean, so it's going to be great all the way around. And Man. it's a family event too. A lot of guys okay. are like, Oh, like, should I be able to go? Can I go? Yes. Like we'll have a strength competition. Um, so like, that'll mm. be cool. Just a little mini thing. So, Hey, yeah. if you want to participate, like maybe we'll see, it'll be cool. We'll but it literally is. any type of person can experience this event. Because yeah. I don't like with my clients, you never can look at any two people and know, like they're so diverse body, mind, uh-huh. shape, size, I mean, everything, you know, that's great. and yeah. that's the whole point. I want everyone here, not just, you know, one subset of yeah. people. So we're going to, we're going to blow it up. We're going to have some fun. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Hey, uh, so next month, be sure to go to that. Um, you guys have a month to get registered and all that, but when you hear this and, yeah. um, you know, go, go hit, 
Danny up on social media and yeah. follow the website and see what's going on there. Um, you, you don't want to miss out on, on this, uh, this, this train that's Friend, coming through. Yes, Woo-hoo. yes, yes. It's going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see you all there for Franklin's, you know, Premier biggest, fitness, biggest event. fitness event. So yeah. it's going to be awesome. Well, hey, it was awesome having you on here. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like, it was great. This all was right. so great. We'll have to have you on again um, later on. So we'll, we'll make that happen. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> And there's another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to give us a little star love. Go ahead and give us five stars. That'd be awesome. Go ahead and subscribe. Check out barbell-voodoo.com. See you next time.